Yes. Yes, I'm boxed. Welcome back to Index, everybody. Uh, this is the reissue. It's our... Uh, I don't remember if we teased this on our 20th episode or not. We maybe I, knew it I was coming. So maybe we did. So these are kind of going to be some mini episodes where we kind of revisit... Uh, talk about a band whether if they had a new album come out or if something you know significant happened in their history and we kind of just go back revisit their albums and do some re-rankings basically uh so we kind of got lucky enough we've been on a couple months break i'm sure everyone missed us uh but uh red hot chili poppers released an album so we're going all the way back to episode one which was over a year ago 20 episodes (laughs) ago uh they released their 12th album this year uh titled unlimited love so that's what brings us back for this little nice mini episode for you guys today yeah nearly uh nearly 40 years in the business now it's impressive yeah and i guess for everyone who doesn't remember i'm mike phil's on the other the other voice you hear i'm sure you all know by now but (laughs) (laughs) if we aren't echoing in your dreams right we aren't doing our jobs exactly so so kind of what we're gonna do is we'll for this episode we're essentially just gonna kind of give our thoughts on the new album give our rankings where it belongs and then kind of touch on where it falls in the overall uh, Chili Peppers pantheon now. So they're up to 12 albums in total. We ranked the first 11, uh, like I said, in episode one. So if you want to go back and listen to that, it's a long one. We kind of were learning the ropes there. So uh, good luck if you go back and listen. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't feel what are your... Unlimited Love, what are your initial thoughts yeah. on the 2022 album of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Uh, I mean, the the Chili Peppers are just at their best when you got Flea, Chad Smith, Kiedis, Frusciani, and Rick yep. Rubin yep. producing. Um, I, I think you'd be very hard-pressed to find someone that would think they're better apart than they are separately. I mean, no hate on Klinghoffer or the other mm-hmm. guitarists that they've had. They've been good and yeah, are yeah. good at their craft, but there's just a different energy and cohesiveness, I think, when those four yeah. are grooving. Yeah. Yeah, it's very nice to have John back in the band. Um, I I remember when Klinghoffer came on board, I was thinking like, oh, I kind of remember reading up, and I'm like, oh, he seems like the perfect guy to take over for John. Cause he did like a collab album that they did together. So I'm like, all right, there's a similar sound. So I think it should work out great. And those two albums were pretty good, but for some reason, like just listening, maybe, obviously knowing John's back in the band, it's just kind of like, Oh, I didn't think I would notice like, Oh, it just sounds like John. Like he's back. Like mm-hmm. his kind of, you could just tell he's kind of a little all over it with the guitar parts and stuff. That, and yeah, I think, uh, John and flea, also just have whatever musical connection mm-hmm. and understand each other and, and how to just naturally play off what the other is doing. Yeah. Um, that wasn't necessarily there. And that was some of the friction, I think on the last album that we had talked about in uh, the first episode with Klinghoffer, just eventually not really fitting in with the, the writing style and the vibe of the band. Yeah. And it's weird to say that too, because actually just listening to the albums, you know, to kind of feel like where I was going to place this one. It kind of had a similar feel to the getaway. I thought maybe it's just where like the rest of the, cause it's still the three other guys. So the rhythm section and Anthony still part of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know if it's just maybe cause they're just older and this is kind of what they are now sort of thing. You know, they're all pushing 60 for the most part. So 
don't know if that had something to do with it. So that's kind of, I just thought it was weird. Like I thought like, oh, there's going to be like some kind of astronomical difference in my mind. Like there's definitely the John sound and stuff all over it, but it just, the overall album, I think still felt like, well, it's still kind of like the getaway, but maybe it has more to do like the lyrics and the songwriting and the rhythm section of it to me. They could be. And that's one I, I didn't go back and listen to the, the latest couple. Um, okay. Cause they were towards the bottom of my initial rankings, I think, already, and had the idea mm. of those. So this immediately hit, and I was kind of like, okay, yeah, this this is back to um, that Stadium Arcadium sound. Yes. Uh, that, that first song hit. You're like, okay, I, yeah, I recognize mm-hmm. this music. Um, but it, it was, it, it still felt very uh, flea-forward. The, the bass line mm-hmm. kind of was the driver through most of this album, I thought. Yeah. Um, with John doing a lot of, I mean, you got some of his like jazz improvisations mm-hmm. and different things going on in the background that were interesting. Yeah, it wasn't the full, by the way, John takeover like he did. Um, there was some, I thought there was some, like there's still the classic like Chili Pepper, there's that funk funk rock flair to it, just naturally because of Flea. Um, yeah. I, th- I picked up a couple, like, there was some of the By the Way, Stadium Arcade and Flair, some of the synthier sounds, I thought, not the one, was kind of the one that brought that out. And then, weirdly, there was, like, a country flair on one song. Sing to you, things to do, California Raise a pillow chair. Yep. They, caught they had like, like the giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird. I'm like, I don't think I've heard that sound from them before. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. But um, And yeah, it kind of harkens back to, especially on their earlier ones and like Milk and Afterwards, where they'd have like that one song that was just kind of mm-hmm. out there to everything else on the album. Uh, this was kind of that one on this album, but they didn't go as to the wall with it. I think there's a maturing of that sound for better or mm-hmm. worse. Uh, maybe weren't as willing to get freaky styly on this one. Yeah. I say just overall, nothing like jumped out, but nothing was like bad, bad per se. You know I mean? There's always, every once in a while I feel like there's like one or two songs like, eh, you can kind of mm-hmm. do without this, but this was a long album too. Like it was, uh, I think an hour 13 13 yeah like it was long like 17 tracks i also looked at the, the list of uh, lengths like nothing was under three and a half minutes except for one song really? tan uh tangela was a 327 so barely at that under three and a half minutes um, which is is odd that you mention it because you no know, i've generally been the one that's been like yes yeah, it's, it's a long album and it didn't yeah. need to be this long it's kind of suck this one kind of felt a little effortless listening to mm-hmm. for me. Uh, I mean, it, it didn't feel older for staff for several listens. I no, was kind of, I was okay with the length on this one. Yeah, I could have cut, I, I probably could say they could have cut four to five songs, knock it down to like a 12 song album, maybe be a little better. Um, but I, yeah, I think I was reading once they brought John back, they went into the studio with like a hundred songs to work on recorded oh, yeah. 50 <laughs> and are down to the, what they did. Yeah. So. I can see how they still ended up pretty was, long. Yeah, because that Stadium Arcadium session, they were going to try and do the triple album or whatever, and that was going to be like 40 songs. It's like, Jesus, all right. Yeah. Clearly, they're very prolific together, and I get it. Like, they love working together, so. Um, um, yeah, and we might be 
back talking about this sooner than later too because it sounds like with all that uh Oh, material yeah. there were something else out looking the horizon. at it, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a, a more mellow touch to this one it wasn't quite in your face but it was definitely felt like they were looking for that hey we're back yeah punch yeah so I mean, yeah they got did you so did you listen to any of the i think they put out at least two or three singles before um the album release did you happen to listen to any of them at all prior or no uh just um I think Black Summer was the first one. Yeah, I, I heard Black Summer... Here Ever After, I, I think, was floating around. But that might have, I think that was just came up on spotify like some of the yeah new music coming out stuff wasn't really one of the singles they had per se you. on the radio yeah. i remember like i listened to black summer and i was like all right it's not bad like it's it's a classic chili peppers kind of ba- not basic song but it's like all right it's their radio hit it'll get played in the summer tour when they're playing the stadiums and whatnot and people enjoy it i enjoyed it mm-hmm. and then i think the second i forgot what the second one was i'm like all right, I'm a little so-so, so I'm like, I just got to stop. Like, it's just, I got to wait for the whole album and just kind of, <laughs> you know, hear it in its entirety, so. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was kind of lukewarm to Black Summer. That's one, I, it's, I've enjoyed it more as, uh, as I've heard it a little bit more. Yeah, he still, Anthony still has some weird pronunciations on some words on that song, but it's just kind of like, all right, whatever, yeah. man. <laughs> But yeah, throughout the album, you get some of his like rap rock vocal stylings back, which mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like haven't really been as prominent as in a while or heard as much as on this album. Yeah. But that may just be recency bias. Maybe. But yeah, he's definitely trying to sing more than actually like do the rap rock stuff. Um, well, not rap. Well, it's not really rap rock, I guess. But. Yeah, it's got <laughs> that like. Melodical spoken yeah, word yeah. stuff that he does. Uh, I did. Do you have any highlight tracks in your? I know we mentioned a couple here and there, but like, what, do you have like a favorite out of all seventeen? Um, I do really like Aquatic Mouth Dance. You get the mm. funk beginning, and that's the big one where you're first, like, halfway through. Just kind of get the jazz improvisation mm-hmm. from John. That's pretty interesting. Um, and kind of the, the classic Kiedis double entendres. That yeah, some questionable lyrics, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, what was it? Uh, Veronica. I don't know why, but that one, like, mm. grew on me more and more yeah. which, with each listen. I liked, I, I kind of fell towards the great apes. Right now, I just want the great apes to be 
like that was kind of the quintessential for Shanti solo yeah. on the song. So I'm like, all right, yeah, this kind of feels it's like the warm hug. And you're like, ah, all right. It's all right <laughs> with the Red Hot Chili Peppers now after that. Uh, and I also enjoyed uh, Heavy Wing or The Heavy Wing. Um, oh, the second uh, last yeah, track, I think. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that one too, but. Yeah, I mean, I I'd say overall, if you're a fan, I mean, if you're a fan of the Chili Peppers, I think you you'll enjoy it. Um, if you're dabbling, I guess it kind of depends where you fall. If you're pro Frusciante, I'd say definitely listen to it. Yeah, yeah, he's not all over it, but you know he's there. So, mm-hmm. uh, and reading some of the other critical analysis of the album too, uh, it kind of splits on the critics. You can tell just don't care for the red hot chili peppers mm. sound and antics or anything. And they write it that way. And those that are like, yeah, this is back to that semi seminal chili pepper sound. Right. right. Uh, that, I mean, they're, uh, they're going to, they're already going to be remembered for, you know, those nineties, two thousands albums and everything. Yeah, this is it's not going to affect their legacy at all. No. Yeah. Hard pressed to outdo something from that era yeah uh, but i they still definitely have plenty to contribute oh yeah for sure um checking my notes here i don't have anything else to say if you have anything else feel free otherwise we can get to our just uh the fact that rick rubin was brought to tears when he got back into the studio and listened <laughs> to he? all four of them play again for the first time. <laughs> I mean, I guess if he missed his boys, he's like, okay, he left me for one album. I understand. But um, yeah, I think the anecdote that was uh, Frusciani requested that they just play, uh, play songs from their first three albums for a while and get back oh, really? into grooving mm. with each other. And he wanted to reconnect with the music and everything before they even started to the new stuff. do the new stuff. Interesting. So I, I think on Ruben's podcast, he did like, he had like a four parter with the band or at least like part of the band talking about the new album and stuff. I might have to go back and listen to that just to see what they say about it and stuff. Um, but yeah, other than that, the, the Frouche effect is, is it's real fact. Yeah. I waited cause they, they announced that show for soldier field like way early. So my mom's going to wait. Like I haven't heard the album yet. Like I know John's back, but it's like, I haven't seen him in a while, so I'm like, right, I'm tempted, but also the show's like really expensive, so I'm like, all right, well, yeah, I'll wait. So it convinced me enough, like, all right, I'll probably consider getting a ticket once it gets closer to August. So, yeah, usually the skyrocket, and then you get the yeah. secondary prices will yep. drop towards the end. Yep, that's my plan. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess it is time for our very first reissue rankings. Oh boy. So what we're what we're gonna do here is we're gonna kind of give where we put the chili peppers rankings uh from 1 to 12 now for this particular album where it falls and then we'll kind of go run through kind of remind everybody where it falls so possibly pe- either we could reorder if we feel like it i know we've joked in other episodes like oh it's locked in <laughs> but it's only locked in for the sake of the episode and if we never touch it that band again then it's done exactly You'll that way you <laughs> can't have ties so yeah. you gotta pick yeah. for the regular but definitely uh, would uh yeah yeah so phil you can go ahead and let us know where you have ranked Unlimited Love. Unlimited Love, I've got at one, two, three, four, number five. Wow, okay. All right. 
So did you do any re-ranking from stuff around it or below it, above it? I did. uh, Like I'll briefly say, this one I uh, enjoyed, and I think part of it is recency bias and having the new material. It reminded me of Stadium Arcadium. Okay. Um, But I was like, I kind of groove with this one a little bit more than that. So I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I'm slotting it right above Stadium Arcadium. Mm Mm-hmm. When I looked back at the original rankings, I was like, oh, that's that's really high. And l- looked over <laughs> what I had ranked around. I was like, oh, yeah, I think I, I'd reorder those some. So. Yeah. It's like, was I drunk when I ranked these? Possibly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've still got it in that that place with Stadium Arcadium. But mm. I did um, the, the top half of my rankings are reshuffled a little bit. The, okay. The bottom half stayed okay. the same. Okay. Um. I slotted this in at number seven. I kind of have the same train as you. It's like, all right, it's kind of like Stadium Arcadium. I didn't think it was quite as good. Um, and I thought it fell just below uh, Uplift Mofo a little bit. I still like that. I, I, have, I don't know. For some reason, I kind of have a soft spot for that album. I, like, I do enjoy it. So, um, Yeah, I think that was one um, like Freaky Styly and Uplift or where we had yeah. different thoughts on in the original. I had mm-hmm. Styly up and up, Uplift down, and you had it the opposite. Yeah, so I didn't shuffle anything else around right now. I think, uh, I mean, maybe my thoughts will change if they release an album in the near future here again. But uh, so we'll kind of run through here real quick, uh, starting at 12, working our way up to one to kind of remind everybody uh, what we had. But feel free to go back and listen to the first episode where we give our more in depth and real hard hitting analysis thoughts on the band. Or we'll break your legs. <laughs> Chicago, baby. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start at the bottom, 12, work our way up, like I said. So number 12, I had the self-titled uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, I had One Hot Minute. Uh, at 11, I had Freaky Styly. Uh, I had self-titled here. And then at 10, I had One Hot Minute. Uh, and I've got Getaway, the Getaway. Uh, number 9, I had I'm With You. Uh, uplift Mofo Party Plan. Uh, number eight, that's where I had the getaway. That's where I have I'm With You. So number seven is my new entry, Unlimited Love, from 2022. All right. uh, my number seven is Freaky Styly. Uh, number six, Uplift Mofo Party Plan for me. And Stadium Arcadium here. Uh, number five, that's where I have Stadium Arcadium. So that's my new one with Unlimited entry. Love. Uh, and then number four, I had Mother's Milk. I also have Mother's Milk. Okay. Three, I had Californication. Uh, and this one was the one that kind of made the jump up and caused some of the reordering. Is by the way, actually moved from number six up to number three. You're a good man for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I got some hate from you on the, on the first podcast. Uh. Uh, and then number two is where I had, by the way, it's another, another flip flop for us. I've got Californication. Here. Okay. What'd you have it to before then? Uh, Californication was always two. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. It's flip flop for us. I got it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, and then number one, we both matched with the uh, blood sugar, sex magic, the quintessential chili peppers album. As it's so, meant to be. Yes. Um, so yeah, guys, that's, that's the first reissue, uh, Stay tuned. We are slowly working to piece together season three in some way, shape, or form. We'll be we'll be back at it for another ten episodes at some point this year. Uh, so keep your ear out. Maybe another mini episode if there's a band that we've done. I don't think there's anything announced that I'm aware of for anyone we've covered so far. But no, I think they're like um, 
Vampire Weekend is, is working on something. Yeah. It's coming out, and there may be one or two others, but nothing that's on the near horizon that no. I'm aware of. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, keeping out for Season 3, Episode 21. Uh, should be coming some point this year. Bye. <laughs> Still working on those outfits. Yeah.